Test one, two, test one, two. Check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Take one. It's The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve, just like those folks we're just talking about. All of Brewski, welcome back to the program. Another exciting episode. In fact, episode 51, gentlemen. Rectamundo. Yeah, number 51. Find us online, thevocalminority.net. Find the socials. Help spread us worldwide. And if you're listening in Africa, let us know why. That's <laughs> funny that you mentioned that, dude. I told you, uh, Rachel was listening to the podcast yesterday. She was like, are you guys making that up, that there's somebody <laughs> listening in Africa? I'm like, no, dude. This is the cool thing about this tracking software is that we just get to see where people pop up and why there are people listening. Where were Zimbabwe? Is that Lagos, Nigeria? Oh, Nigeria yes. and some of the other side of Africa, whatever that is. So. Yeah, I don't know where they're listening. I mean, what do you picture when you picture them listening? Is it terribly racist to picture them like, you know, with like a little <laughs> table with a goat next to it and a tiny... I was picturing you know. some sort of like Gilligan's Island bicycle-powered, you know, internet <laughs> streaming device. Well, see, uh, when I think of Lagos, I know how congested that city is traffic-wise. Yeah. I'm, I'm picturing somebody like, you know, on their phone and it's just... A ton of cars going by, and there's pollution in the air, and everything. Yes. It's, it's, it's it's one of the busiest cities in <laughs> Africa. They've yeah. been stuck in traffic so long, they finally made it to our podcast on the list of things to be listening to. But yeah, Africa. I mean, you know, we got people all over America, obviously, which makes sense. But you know, all over Europe, we've got uh, into Asia, the Philippines. It's it's a mystery. And yeah, I would love any of those people if you could paint any sort of picture for us. So. And, and how did they come across us, dude? I mean, it had to be on socials, right? Uh, yeah. You would think, but I don't know. Some people just browse through new listings or whatever. I mean, yeah. who knows? But they're out there, and we appreciate you. Communicate with the show, dude. You could do it at thevocalminority.net. And, uh, yeah, just love to hear from one of those people. Paint us a picture. I'm still waiting to hear from somebody from the Seychelles or Addis Ababa, uh, Ethiopia, to reach out to us. You are, specifically, Addis Ababa. Well, well Addis Ababa or the Seychelles would be amazing. Yeah. It'd be incredible. How about Antarctica? We haven't seen anyone from Antarctica. Well, they're not doing. They're not doing much. Those research guys. They they're just kind of yeah. hanging out. So yeah, Good time to kill. They could bring some penguins in too, and then we can go interspecies listeners. We are worldwide, so yes, check out the website, check out the social, share us, spread us, all that kind of good stuff. Um, well, we're all three are still alive. You should uh, enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, people are fading on this program. Uh, Brewski had to make accommodations for two of us. Well, Steve was healthy and fine, but, you know, his son was sick after uh, just a little bit of testing. Testing? They found out, uh, I believe it was just a chest cold, right? Uh, yep. No flu, no strep throat, and no COVID, because who gets COVID anymore? I mean, who's so right. late to the game that they would be getting COVID now? Yeah, well, I, it was me, dude. I told you guys on the last <laughs> podcast, I said it, I, on that plane ride home from Hawaii, there were so many freaking people coughing from the that in their chest i was like i'd be so surprised if i don't have covid and there was tuesday night uh it started sinking in dude uh it was very odd too because well most of us have had covid by now uh does this sound reminiscent at all and i guess it's different for everybody but uh i started getting really i was really cold and i so i went through a sweatshirt on 
didn't help. Put a blanket on over me, didn't help. And then by that time, I knew, like, I'm more than just cold. Like, I'm chilled, you know, inside out. Mm -hmm. And then uh, went to bed that night, woke up at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, and I just felt like death. I knew I had it. You know, I mean, we've all spent the last few years, every time we cough or sneeze, like, is it the Rona? I must have the Rona. Like, it must be. Yeah, Nick has been avoiding it for uh, all this time and finally got it. I got it back in... Uh, pretty late in the game. I guess it was January of 2022, I want to say. So, yeah, you held out for a long time. Yeah, I thought I was going to dodge that bullet, but then it ran uh, rampant through my community. And, uh, no, got, boy. And, uh, Bruski, I think you may have gotten it on the early end, right? I mean, you may you may be patient zero for all we know. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I was in Vegas in January 2020 on New Year's, and I had to spend a couple extra days in Vegas because I got, I got really sick. Like I spent two days at a friend's house sleeping in uh, her um, husband's office and barely made it home. And when I got to the hospital, they said I had pneumonia. So it's possible I may have had it in the early stages before it really hit here in America. I mean, if you're going to catch something like that in any city where you're going to have somebody from all people from all around the world, Vegas would Vegas. be a, a spot where you yeah. might get something, you know. For yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah. For I, I, I was lucky enough to get, uh, if it's COVID, it's Plaxovid. Have you seen the commercials for this? Like, uh, this is a medicine to take. If it's COVID, it's Plaxovid. I think I that's the name of it. I saw that today, actually. Did you? I didn't, well, I, I didn't know we were at that level of advertising now COVID pills. Yeah. Well, these you know, are great, dude. These are, these got, uh, this, I, I think I owe them my life. I think it's why I'm alive still. Nice. It's funny you mentioned that because I had a passenger in the car the other night, a famous passenger in my car, who actually was speaking with her fellow passengers she was out to dinner with about Plaxovid. Really? Yeah. And yeah. Were they saying good things about it? Uh, my passenger said she had a reaction to it. Uh, that would be one Doris Kearns Goodwin, by the way. Who? who, who remind Your me. Passenger was Doris Kearns Goodwin, the historian. <laughs> Yes, the historian. I picked. I really? picked her. Yes. Wow. Even more so. Wow. How do you know that that person is a historian? Well, I, I've never relatively heard of her. famous. I mean, she's yeah. on a lot of the news shows. She mm-hmm. plagiarized something a few years back. It took her down. Uh, straight, but yeah. yeah, yeah. She was talking about Clovacid or whatever next. Clovacid did. Clovacid. Because they were talking about COVID, and then they and all three of them had had it, and they. Said, well, I took Plaxovid and I had a, a bad reaction to it. And then the other two were okay with it. Here's the thing, dude, that I'm, I, and I am slightly worried. Um, my mother got COVID for the first time, uh, maybe, I don't know, six months ago. And, uh, she lives by herself and I'm immune compromised. So it's not like I could go over there and, you know, take care of her. Right. But I was bringing stuff over to her, making sure she was all good. And, uh, got her, uh, telehealth appointment so she could get Plaxovid. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't know if I want to take it. I was like, well, what are you talking about? Take it. And she was like, it says in the warning that there's a small percentage of people that when you take this medication, it'll get rid of the COVID. And then in five or six days after you've gotten out of it, the COVID will come back and start over again on you. And I was like, oh, well, I, I think you better chance it. You better take it because she's what? old, part of the older population, right? Sure. Yeah. 
So uh, it didn't do it for her. She she was fine. So I'm hoping it doesn't do it for me where I get a resurgence of, of COVID. So Right. You're going to keep testing positive for a while, though. Just be mindful of that. Don't freak out, you know. Yeah, I'm still testing positive, dude. And uh, yesterday, I moved back up to the upstairs of my house. Yeah. So it's a, the you know I'm I slept in bed with Rachel last night for the first time in over a week you know in nine days something like that so she was like don't get me sick dude <laughs> I was like, I'm not I'm keep my hands to myself I mean I love when people say that like I have any control over it <laughs> right yeah I'm gonna be really cautious I uh, uh, tested positive for I think almost two weeks after I was symptom free and feeling totally normal and good so it'll it'll linger but. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't full-on come back to you. Yeah. Uh, Bruce, I told Nick a few days ago, like, if something bad, like, if you can't breathe or you have acute pain, get to a hospital. I said, if you die, I'm going to effing kill you. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was my fatherly advice to him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't going to be a hero. If I would have, I thank God, I, you know, as, especially for an overweight smoker. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't smoke while I had COVID. Uh, there were times throughout the whole week where, you know, I went out on the porch and lit one up and just took a drag to see if I I could still do it. Yeah. And uh, immediately thought, you know, God, I better not, dude. I'm just testing or tempting fate now, you know. So you didn't, I, you, didn't, I, you didn't smoke cigarettes or you didn't smoke anything? Anything. Wow. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I was, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I did during COVID, but I certainly stocked up on edibles. So I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Steve told me, Medicine. like, if you start feeling like a pile of crap, you know, take a couple of hits. I was like, I don't know if it's the best for me to <laughs> smoke them. You know, and I don't Listen have to Dr. Edibles, Harness. So. Come on. That's true. Well, you took good care of me. Uh, you covered for <laughs> me and I appreciate you. So. No, there you go. Uh, and yeah, speaking of host dying, I have a news article here. Uh, DJ and uh, podcast host dies scaling a building. Oh, that's next week's news. <laughs> that's a forecasting of future. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that before we get into need to know news, news you need to know. Right. Steve, uh, you have committed now that you're going to oh. scale this building. Is it true? Yeah, I, I technically it's repelling the building, I suppose. But yeah, it's one of the, uh, the big tall casinos here in South Lake Tahoe. And, uh, I asked a few questions. I got some loose answers that made me feel slightly more comfortable uh, yeah. i do control the harness and the rope but they're like you know we're going to teach you how to do it <laughs> no mm -hmm. worries i said i've done it at a rock climbing wall before is that the same thing it's really not but um so yeah no for uh charity only i'm going to be repelling down one of these buildings and uh, it's a 20-story drop so um hopefully this harness stays inside that harness and uh, <laughs> everything please, should be good please tell me you're going to wear a spider-man shirt I Ooh. said the same thing to my head. That you please you wear a Spider-Man shirt. Come on. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. I don't have anything that's like overtly Spider-Man, like the blue and oh. red and the web and all that. You, you can know. buy one online, though. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I may need to see if I can do that real quick. So Yeah. 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 So we'll see how this goes. They uh, uh, assure me I'll be filled with adrenaline the entire time, which <laughs> I, I have no doubt about that. I hope I just don't uh, pass out or anything. So. Oh, your well, pants get filled full of poop. Yeah, yeah. They do. yeah look out down below you know yeah and uh, apparently i do have to crawl over the edge of the building like yeah. you get up on the, <laughs> the ledge they're going to hold the rope tight and then i start to take those first few steps down while it's all uh, oh that's the part gosh. i'm dreading yeah. most yeah, I don't blame uh, you. Rachel was listening to the podcast from uh, last week or whenever our last podcast was, um, and we were discussing this on the show. And 
it got to the part where I said, you know what? Go grab Dottie. Go to a you know rock climbing wall or something, and and see if you could feel a little more comfortable. <laughs> and she kind of made a face, a grimace, and I was like, what? And she was like. You know my uh, big case that I'm working on right now, huh? Oh boy, I was like, <laughs> multi harnesses. What? Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about it. When do you do it? Saturday. We'll Saturday. talk about it next week, dude. Oh, good God! <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be fine, dude. Well, one thing uh, they sent you a video to kind of show you what it would be like to yeah. uh, get over the edge and whatever. Uh, one thing I didn't see in that video is people you know you know when you watch people rappel down something and when i did it you have your feet on the wall yes. and then you push off and then right. go down like five feet uh they just kind of showed these people like lowering themselves down on the rope is that yeah. an option to do either or or what it's a great question because i noticed the same thing some people were just lowering down some people are kind of tiptoeing down the the glass wall there on that building but you know the casino we're doing this at it is literally all glass windows so how much pressure can those things take if someone's Not bouncing off 10 feet oh they can take a lot yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna test that theory apparently so. <laughs> yeah. you'd be like die hard breaking through one think- windows and, you know. maybe the uh, little harness should make uh, an appearance as you pass in the windows my son or my junk? What are we talking about? I'm talking about number two, baby. <laughs> Flash them all on the way down. Number two? You want to take Little Steve. <laughs> Flash the people in the window. Little Steve. Making an appearance. Yeah. Well, all right. We'll, You're uh, going to have to do what... something here, dude, to make sure that you record the trip down, whether it's ordering Ooh, uh, uh, something GoPro. for your phone to you know be on your chest or something. Well, I've got like two days to get this ready, and I was trying to think about that. Like a GoPro, what would that actually show? It's going to show like the window I'm six inches away from. Not if, well, you, if you look over the edge at first before you go to climb over with right. the GoPro, that would really like give a lot of people an anxiety attack. Yeah, and my like, GoPro, I have a bunch of different, um, I have a bunch of different attachments for it, and there's one that like goes on your head and sits like you know a foot over, so it's looking down on you. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. I bet you could get something from. But I'm wearing Amazon. one of their helmets, so I don't know if I'm mounting a GoPro on it. I mean, there's going to be people there taking pictures and video, and hopefully my kids or other people come so yeah but yeah yeah, i don't don't know no audio if i do any video on my own body i'll tell you that (laughs) repeatedly the way down (laughs) holy ass holy ass yeah (laughs) so Uh, it's gonna hopefully i'm back next week if not please play this at my funeral and uh, i hope you guys get all the publicity you can out of this this is need to know news news you need to know hello americans this is paul harvey stand by for news all right, then. Let's start off with a lighthearted story for Need yes. to Know News. Let's do it. Uh, we've been talking about artificial intelligence a lot on this show because it worries us. And um, a new story this week, artificial intelligence raises the risk of extinction, experts say in a new warning. Have you guys heard about this? Mm, no. no. I, 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 I have not heard about this, Steve. Yeah, this uh, came out today. Scientists and tech industry leaders, including high-level executives at Microsoft, Google, and a bunch of other companies who are actively developing all this stuff, issued a new warning about the perils that artificial intelligence uh, poses to humankind. Quote here, mitigating the risk of extinction. Extinction from AI should be a global priority alongside other societal risks like pandemics and nuclear war. Let's settle in. The people developing AI are saying this is a possible extinction-level event for all humanity. 
I, I mean, I believe that. And that's why uh, these government restrictions need to happen sooner than later. I mean, if it were up to me, if I could make the rule, I would put a uh, stop to everything, all of the progress we're making with AI until we can get some boundaries set up and into place. Yeah, that makes sense. But the problem is, as we've discussed, you can't stop China. You can't stop Russia. You know how how to... You can't stop some mad scientist from, you know, some Marvel movie or something that's going to develop AI and set it loose on the interweb. I mean, this is the way we go out. I'm seriously starting to wonder. I can envision a time 10 years from now, 20 years from now, where we're all playing clips from nowadays of, hey, they're warning us about, you know, extinction level events. These nerdy scientists. I just like chatting with my, you know, AI. But right. This is going in a slippery slope and no one seems to know how to stop it. No one seems to know. I mean, regulations is the obvious answer. But again, you can't regulate the planet. So even if the U.N. did it again, how do you stop rogue scientists or developers out there? I mean, we're literally walking into a, a, a science fiction movie here. So. Yeah, a minefield of where is it going to pop up first? So the you know what's going to hurt us and where is it going to pop up first? It's, it's terrifying to me. It gives me a lot of anxiety. Right, and it really should, quite frankly. Again, yeah. you know, these are the people developing it that are warning us right now. Uh, it's not stopping them from developing it, obviously, because there is a bit of an arms race going on. It is like nuclear weapons in some ways. So. I don't know. I just share this just to freak everyone out and to, uh, again, lay the marker for someone to be playing this one of these days back as to, oh, the good old days before the robots took over. If we're still around, dude, who knows? This is catastrophic. Could be catastrophic. Yeah. But, you know, in the meantime, we're in a fun level of AI where you get to chat with it. And Let's never forget that all these AI programs and that sort of thing, they all need to run off of a, a computer of some sort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the best way to stop a computer, a good old fire hose. <laughs> Until yeah. they outsmart you and waterproof it, man. You put enough pressure behind those. You've seen what those <laughs> what those fire hoses do. Holy crap, man. They'll blow you like five miles down the street with the pressure they build up. You, there's no stopping that pressure. Yeah. I don't know why John Connor didn't think of this in Terminator. I mean, come on. Just hose <laughs> these things down. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Problem solved. Look with those dogs. Remember those Boston Scientific dogs? Those little robot dogs? Yeah. I kept telling everyone, a good garden hose and a baseball bat, you'll get rid of that thing real quick. Well, you may get a chance to test out that theory in your lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) Need to know news. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Hey, dude, I just heard, by the way, side note, that the lady who's talking in that clip about having bronchitis and not having time for it. Yeah, which uh, I have no idea what that is or where it's from, but yeah. Oh, she's uh, she was uh, somebody that the news interviewed years ago about like an apartment fire or yeah, whatever. That's exactly it. Yeah, Miss uh, Sweet Tea or something like that. Her name was yes. something like that. Yeah, she okay. is. Uh, she has gotten herself off drugs and uh, is now <laughs> living a fantastic life, from what I understand. How sweet! Yeah. Good for her. Uh, gentlemen, <laughs> here we go again with Chick-fil-A, and oh, uh, here wow. we go again with Target, and the conservatives are 
uh, now saying, uh, oh, another woke company. It's time to start boycotting. And, of course, we've seen everything going on with Target where they have a pride section in the, you know, clothing section for kids. You can buy T-shirts, believe it or not. This is true, with rainbows on them and different uh, things that are indoctrinating your children. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's time to start boycotting Target, mm-hmm. apparently. Yes, um, the uh, the party of anti-cancel culture is just on a cancel culture rampage nowadays, and it's getting to the point of not being at all humorous to me. You know, no. this what? Target backlash, they were getting uh, employees harassed, mainly in southern stores, about this pride merchandise. And so they pulled some of it back or they moved it to the back of the store. They gave in to the bullies. And as we saw with our Kid Rock video and the Bud Light stuff, there is so much vitriol hatred right now out there towards the gay and transgender communities so somebody like target like you got to knock that crap off do not give in to the bullies if you're going to try to make money off of pride month you better stand your freaking ground because we're getting on a way slippery slope here oh yeah uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what are we doing here i mean if they do not want to shop at target any longer they could go to america's largest retailer uh, walmart and buy the shirts that talk about you know god gives me strength i I don't know when the last time you've looked in the clothing section of a walmart is but they've got all these t-shirts that are all high and mighty of you know i believe in god you don't uh he's my power he's this that no one says a thing about it no one says uh, anything thing about it but here we are at target and i mean no one says anything about all these t-shirts that target's been selling for years that you buy you know a little two-year-old boy that says uh this guy's uh this guy's gonna be a lady killer you know and all these other things like why are we indoctrinating or worried about indoctrinating our kids just in one way with rainbows and fairies we're empowering the hatred and the bigotry right now, you know, and the the Bud Light thing was a big part of it. Like they saw the sales decline, Bud Light started freaking out. So now the uh, the anti-wokers out there are realizing they've got some level of power going on and it just simply needs to stop. Well, what do you think they would they would be doing if Rainbow Bright were a uh, toy now? I mean, and those, for those who don't know. Back in the 80s, there was a character that made dolls called Rainbow Bright who rode a unicorn, and there was rainbows in that. Oh, the yeah. Care Bears. What about the, the Care, Care Bears? Bears? Right. Well, you brought a story a few episodes back about, uh, you know, the Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon album cover yeah. being labeled as woke because it has a rainbow on it that came out 50 years ago or whatever it is. There is a video floating around right now of Roseanne Barr giving some audio commentary. And this is not, this is not made up. This is true. Where she is talking and wondering what we have been putting in our water that sprinklers in, uh, you know, the front yard when the sun's out, oftentimes will, the light will reflect a rainbow. And, uh, she's wondering, like, what are we putting in our water? I mean, like accusing you know, scientists of putting rainbows in our, in our water <laughs> spectrum. So right, instead yeah. of drugs that turn people gay. Yes. I mean, it's just, it's, you gotta be an idiot to think about any of this stuff and really get behind it. Uh, Chick-fil-A has now made the list of a company that conservatives are now calling for a boycott on Chick-fil-A for going woke. Right. So explain why I saw this this week. I couldn't (laughs) stop laughing. One of our most popular TikTok videos is us railing on Chick-fil-A and we saw the backlash on that. Conservatives love Chick-fil-A for their anti-gay stances 
and contributing to you know that kind of uh, anti-gay causes and whatnot. So now they are under fire. So w- why? Under fire because this is an atrocity, if you really think about it. The company <laughs> is hiring or has hired a new vice president of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Oh. Uh, and th- th- why would we have that? Uh, you know, like we're not trying to include everybody. Chick-fil-A, we've been able to just say, hey, we don't like gay people and keep them out of our stores. We've uh, been closed on Sundays. You got to be a Christian uh, to believe in what we're doing here as we feed you chicken. But now uh, they have hired somebody that uh, they say, oh, this is for diversity, equity and inclusion. And people are losing their minds. Well, obviously, some <laughs> lawyer told them they needed this position somewhere in their corporate structure. And this guy actually was hired a little while ago, but they uh, they put out a corporate statement several months ago that no one cared about because it was completely innocuous, uh, but now somehow it's catching flack. <laughs> this is quotes here. Chick-fil-A restaurants have long been recognized as a place where people know that they will be treated well. Uh, modeling care for others starts in the restaurant, and we are committed to ensuring mutual respect, understanding, and dignity everywhere we do business. That's ridiculous. Wow. 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 The vague insinuation that people should be treated nicely was enough to get the conservatives to go boycotting or trying to boycott Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people, like I said, they're losing their minds over it. He, yes. uh, the, the guy says these are the tenets of good business practice. And, uh, like you just said, cr- uh, crucial to fulfilling our corporate purpose of, uh, service in the, in the community. Right. Uh, I, I don't understand what it takes for just a second to be able to think, uh, nope. Not my company that I've been backing. They're not going to love everybody. They're not going to, you know, put love out first. This is what we were saying about Bud Light. Like they had the audacity to preach inclusiveness and treating people nicely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, this uh, this uh, anti-woke mob has really become emboldened. So they're going after anything and everything that even has a, a whiff of treating other people fairly and nicely. Yeah. That's a great club you're all part of. Congrats. Yeah. And, and it's I do completely cancel culture, by the way. Yeah, which you know, I mean, the hypocrisy of this uh, group of people is just nuts, beyond nuts. But uh, what are we doing now with the uh, number of people that you actually think care about this? Like, do is this really like we think? Is this millions of people? No. Or is this fifteen thousand loud people? I hate to uh, bring our name into this, but it's a local minority of people out there that are just, you know, keyboard warriors. And they're trying to, you know, they may post 100 comments and that makes you think that it's a million people. But, of course, it's not. And Chick-fil-A, I'm sure, is not going to take any damage from this. But uh, can I go try Chick-fil-A now? I never have. Can I use this as my excuse? It's up to you, dude. I wouldn't go. (laughs) I mean, if you want to, I mean, you know. No, no, I don't plan on it, but I think it's just hilarious to see them turn on themselves. Uh, Fox News got called out a few weeks back for, you know, they've gone woke, you know, Fox News, because, um, you know, they're they're not big Trump fans anymore. And they had, you know, Ron DeSantis on and all yeah. of these uh, and firing Tucker Carlson, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, I was just cracking up at the comment section of Fox News. Uh, so liberal nowadays. I mean, mm-hmm. they yeah. turn on their own so easily and quickly. It's the Trump model for sure. Yeah. And by the way, Target, like if you had any unruly customers in your store, what would you do? 
I mean, obviously, you either escort them out, you call the police or whatever. You don't give in to their demands, whatever they're exactly. ranting and raving about. What is to give in? I'm selling clothing that has rainbows on it. Like, I, I don't understand what we're giving in on. Yeah. You can buy the shirt or you don't buy the shirt. And by the way, put your mouth where your money is. I mean, you're selling these products. You open the door to this, so stand by them. Don't be some corporate pusses that just, you know, stick it in the back room. It's not like broken record, but we, we've got to stop the slippery slope going on. We've got to push back. And companies like Target or Disney or whoever it is, you're big enough to take the hit. So please do it. Yeah, Disney's been doing it up right down in Florida. You know. Oh yeah, they, uh, they actually stopped construction. They were going to uh, the one point six billion dollar project that they were talking about, a big headquarters thing, and now they're ceasing that project for right now. They haven't started any construction yet, and I guess the uh, contractors who were slated to do this are freaking the hell out. They're, and actually, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia have all reached out to disney and said you know what if you get sick of ron DeSantis in florida yeah. bring disney here to us we're i would Southern. love it if they did it's nice and warm here you can bring it here we'll, we'll, we'll help you out we'll do whatever you need that's, that's, that's the party start- of little government and let business do what business you know, pro business but then they censor and try to try to damage them when they have the nerve to speak up and don't realize when you're messing with uh, Goliath, uh, this has serious consequence, dude. That it w- will trickle down and screw you. Oh, you're a cement guy. Uh, you love Trump. You're a steel worker. You love Trump. Like yeah. all this stuff will fall on you. Keep it up. I mean, that's DeSantis's whole campaign push right now. He's going to end the woke culture in this country. But I mean, how is that not fascism to be stamping down on people's freedom of speeches and using government to punish a business because they don't agree with you? I mean, it's yeah craziness. And yes, clearly hypocritical. And I don't know if either of you guys can add anything to this. Uh, I found it hard to find information on it, but coming out five, just five hours ago out of the New York Post, uh, former Chick-fil-A, uh, boss Dan Cathy suggesting white people shine black people's shoes in a resurfaced video that he had put out like maybe, uh, three or four years ago. Uh, <laughs> have you heard suggesting anything about white it? people polish black people as some sort of reparations or something? Yeah. That's uh, right. Yeah. Oh. So uh, we'll give it a try. Although, does anyone have shoes that can be shined anymore? I mean, really? Sure, they do, Steve. Yeah, I do. I have, uh, I have a couple pairs. Of course, yeah. you both do. Well, <laughs> oh, no, I mean, you, you, you have a suit that you wear to business meetings, I'm, I'm assuming. I and I'm sure you have a dre- pair of dress shoes. You know, sometimes you got to get those babies shined up. I have so. black Converse that I pretend are dress shoes. <laughs> right. and I only yeah. wear a tie for court dates. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to go to a wedding on Saturday for my uh, godson. And uh, I was talking to my mom. I was like, I don't even know what to wear to this. I'm so annoyed by the fact that I have to go to a wedding. Uh, and I said, I suppose I'm going to have to put pants on. Like, you know, I mean, I'm tired of pants, dude. Uh, I only want to wear shorts. I only want to wear flip flops or slip ons. I'm with you. Tuxedo T-shirts. Yeah. Nikki, you, you, I, remember. <laughs> dude, that's what I'm saying. I've been doing this for a while. This is nothing Nikki, new. Remember the, the two most beautiful words that spoken at any wedding. Open bar. Exactly. <laughs> this is yeah. Need to Know News. News you need to know. Okay, gentlemen. I'm going to bring some entertainment news, and I'm also going to bring a little bit of uh, good news and love and romance back to the program. Out of sight. Very nice. 
Have you all seen the uh, latest celebrity who is expecting a baby? No, no, I don't think so. I can't think of it. Well, that would be Mr. Al Pacino. Oh. 83. And his girlfriend, Noor Alfala, who is 29 years old. Wow. She is expecting uh, their first child. <laughs> that is wow. one <laughs> old seed to be putting in such a young person. Wow. You know what I, I mean? mean? I mean, I'm impressed he can still impregnate somebody, first of all. I wonder if it dribbled in. You know, like, I mean, is there any pump left in that age? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just got to be a dribble. He just followed you know, the scent of a woman. In fact, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, kudos, I guess, for getting somebody 50 years younger. I mean, I've been guilt tripping myself over somebody 10 years younger. 50 years? 54 years to be exact, actually. Oof. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, it's also insanely... Uh, selfish to impregnate yeah. somebody in your 80s. That kid is never going to know you, Al Pacino, the kid's dad. Yeah. No. I You're going to have I, one hell of a life, though, with that Pacino money. Well, yes. yeah. I, I mean, mean, and this poor, the, the hot mom is going to be changing both of their diapers here. So that's all. <laughs> yes, you're right. She's going to be busy. Uh, how old is he? 80 what? 83 years old. So technically, I mean, he could have another 17 years in him. <laughs> technically, yeah, technically. You know, it's possible. I mean, it's people, possible. People live to be a hundred. Now, yeah. I, I will. Be I will playing point- catch with the kid. I'm sure at 98 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I will point out that Miss Alfala, prior to her relationship with Al Pacino, she dated Mick Jagger just prior to this. So oh. apparently, she has a type. She's got daddy issues going on, or grandpa issues, I guess, going on. Or just loves money, dude. I mean, yeah. it's wow. one of the two. But uh, didn't uh, Robert De Niro just have another kid? He did. And he's up there, too, right? I he's, mean, he's 79, actually. These old guys are just too old and tired to pull out. I think that's Well, I mean, <laughs> Tony Randall had a kid at, like, 75. Well, Richard Gere, not too long ago, he had a kid, and he's in his late 70s or whatever. I mean, Isn't yeah. there a point that this stuff that flies out of our penis stops working? I mean, it, really? that it's not potent anymore? But the problem is, is, even if it's not as potent, if that woman that you're with is... You know, a fertile myrtle, if she's raring to go and, and she's got some good eggs. They, it only takes one it? little sperm, right? Yeah. Yeah, and but, just, you know, you've seen people before, like, when they're trying to uh, make you realize how special it is that we live in this world, they're like, you are one in a billion. I mean, the chances that you are here, one in a billion, and these guys are still fertile? That's impressive. Yeah, I don't well, even know if it's impressive. Case, I think it's messed up, dude. Well, it's, I, I use the word loosely. It's impressive slash kind of sick and twisted that, yeah, <laughs> yes. that they're able to still impregnate. Well, so De Niro had a child with Tiffany Chen back on April 6th. Their daughter is Gia Virginia Chen De Niro, and the baby weighed in at eight pounds, six ounces. Congratulations. Not a small child. Not yeah. a small child. And what was the age gap again? 54 years for Pacino? Pacino's 54 years, yes. So he was like, you know, two-thirds of the way through his career. and this He was older than me when, when she was born. Right. He was, she, she wasn't even alive when he did almost every movie we've ever heard of. That is absolute. When you think about it like that, that he is older than Bruce T. <laughs> yeah. When she was born, that is nuts, dude. Wow. Now, I will say this. At least De Niro, you know, he's 79, mm. and Tiffany Chen? 
Is a that, little closer. It's a little, a little more respectable. A little closer, but, uh, yeah. It's only almost forty years. So, yeah. And Steve, you th- you thought it was tough when, when you were dating. What we talked about, what twenty in their twenties or something like that. No, I think. Uh, well, I was uh, debating the idea of a twenty-eight year old. Oh, okay. I got shamed out of that, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like I guess that. I mean, I'm eleven years technically older than my girlfriend, and uh, yeah. But no, I feel I appreciate you sharing this because now I feel significantly better. But well, 50, 40 year 50, buffer before I'm in Pacino territory. So 54 year difference. Yeah. They have a lot in common, I'm sure. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh, dude. And that is why you are snipped. Dating younger women, you need to be snipped. Yeah, and I don't know why any of these famous celebrities didn't take that procedure years ago. I can't imagine they really want kids. I mean I always say that if I'm a professional athlete. One of the first things I'm doing is I'm putting as much as my sperm in a sperm bank as I possibly can. I'm going to go crank on the horn, you know, several times and, and leave deposits and then get myself snipped. Obviously, wear condoms, but you always hear about guys like Travis Henry with the with the uh, Titans, and he's got like eleven kids with like eight women. Uh, that's you know? Nick Cannon, dude. I mean, I, uh, I I think I don't know how many kids he has, but I think it's a baker's dozen. Uh, yeah, but he's, doing, it. but he's doing it on purpose, though. Yes. Wait, wait, why are you storing it in the spank bank or the sperm bank? I should say. Are you going <laughs> to auction it off? Once no, you, because, uh, because maybe. Fly? No, because maybe years later, you know, I want to have children. Uh, so, you know, you crank on the old horn for a little while. You leave a few deposits, and then that's all set. Brewski, hold on a second. If you met uh, if you met and fell in love with a 22-year-old woman right now, okay? Yes. All right. Put yourself in this position. Okay. She loves you. You love her. Life's going great together. She w- desperately wants to have children. Are you up for impregnating uh, another person in your life? Honestly, I don't think so, no. So you don't even need to save it, dude. Get rid of that semen. (laughs) I mean, you don't need to save it. If you are a famous athlete, though, there could be value to it. So, you know. Like I said, go crank on the horn and don't leave it inside a lady. Leave it like in, I don't know. A sock or something. Inside the lady. Some good terms to that. I don't know. Crank on the horn or uh, does Auga? Does that turn you on then? Like (laughs) distribute distribute a bunch of free literature. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. Playing a little five on one. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this. We interrupt our program to bring you a special. Here is a news bulletin. We interrupt this program to bring you all the humanity and all the faith. They live in infamy. The only thing we have to fear is this. Need to know news. News you need to know. All right. Sleeping advice for everyone. Um, And I've been having sleep issues of late. Uh, Dottie and I are reaching that stage of the relationship where she's starting to realize that sleeping next to me really sucks. She hates it, huh? I don't know if she would describe it as hatred, but as I told her, oh, you'll get there. So <laughs> let's. Uh, yeah. You, let's Steve's a snorer. I mean, I think everyone on this uh, program snores. Uh, yeah. Is that rude of me to uh, think that you snore, Brewski? I have a BiPAP machine next to my bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So uh, what? You're snoring, and now you told me the other day that uh, you woke her up, and now you are sleeping uh, very lightly because now you're afraid that you're going to start snoring. Yes. I'm paranoid. It's so, awful. 
And I told her, like, that I've seen this play before. It's always the same evolution of, like, oh, I'm a sound sleeper. I'll put in earplugs. Or I love you so much. I'll tolerate it. And then it's like, you know, hey, on second thought, like, maybe you could roll. Have you ever tried the nose breathe strips? Like, you know, just, eventually right. it'll get to, I effing hate you. I will never sleep next to you again. So I'm trying to uh, to stop that. Um, uh, we came up with a uh, code word. Because what, for what? Um I, I've I've told other people this. Like, if you feel the need to wake me up because I'm snoring, yeah, I'm just gonna get up out of bed and go sleep somewhere else because I can't keep getting woken up. Right, it becomes yeah. annoying. Well, it's it's literally a form of torture. It's what they do in like Guantanamo Bay. They let someone right. fall asleep and then they run in and wake them up. I mean, and I get grumpy when I, you know, I'm not, you know, getting good rest. So yeah, it's fired before. So it was funny. Like, um, I, I said something like, you know, just if you need to just tell me like, hey, I need you to, you know, go sleep on the couch or whatever. And she was like, that just seems rude. She was like, how about a code word? I'm like, OK, what do you think? She's like, red sparkler. She had one immediately at the top of her brain. <laughs> Love know. it. <laughs> Red sparkler, though. What's the code word for? She just doesn't want to have to say you're snoring. Right. That's code for I need you to go sleep somewhere else. So, okay. I, now, like I told her, like, will I remember that, though, in a sleep-induced fog in the middle of the night? So we'll see. But uh, Red Sparkler, new code word. Perhaps we could use it on this show. If <laughs> <Yeah. could. laughs> <You know? laughs> so, yes, the topic of sleep has been weighing on me a lot. And, yeah, I get paranoid that I don't sleep well. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's become an issue. And I, I don't like not getting sleep. But when you guys wake up in the middle of the night, do you ever do you check the time or do you just try to go back to sleep? Always. Oh, I always check the time. Right? Yep. I, yeah. I do as well. Is it not insanely depressing when, you know, your alarm's going to go off at 6 and you look at the clock and it's 549 or something? Uh, oh, yeah, there's nothing worse, dude. It uh, makes me so mad. Uh, I've had all these issues with Rachel for, you know, our entire marriage of snoring, and uh, it's been a huge deal. Uh, getting woken up, I'm okay with it. If you need to wake me up. I would like for it to be done in not only a gentle way, but a kind way. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want an elbow to the ribs and be like, shut up. You know, like <laughs> when you're rude to me when I'm asleep, nothing pisses me off more. Yes. Like be kind. Yes. Uh, and she wants me to go get this sleep study, dude. And I oh, think I've told boy. you guys before, like, uh, I'm afraid of being molested at a sleep study. I mean, it's an actual Nick, fear. What, what you don't understand about the sleep study, because I've actually gone through it. Yeah. You go there, and they tape electrodes to your head. Right. And then they'll let you lay down and sleep for a little bit, and they sit there watching you on camera the entire time, and they have to record the whole thing because it's part of the whole sleep study thing. So no one's going to be able to come in and molest you while you're sleeping. And on top of that... They only let you sleep for about a couple of hours before they come in and they stick the CPAP mask on your face. And then you have to try and sleep with that thing on. Good luck with that. Yeah, that's the other thing. You, though, it'll end up on Pornhub if they're recording and all. So You think? There's that. You could start an OnlyFans page for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, dude. I have a fear. I don't like to sleep. In, uh, I, I, that is, you're in your most vulnerable position that you can possibly be in. Sure. I don't like to sleep around people I don't trust, you know? 
So I don't want to create a sleep study. That's That's so stupid. Funny paranoia you have. Wow. That never yeah. would have occurred to me that the nurse and doctor may be molesting me while they're may. studying my REM sleep. But Could be the janitor. I mean, who knows? It's just this guy sleeping. <laughs> I don't and, think they uh, just lock the place and leave you all night. Like, yeah. Pretty sure you are monitored, like Brewski said. But. Apparently, now Rachel comes home. She's all excited. She's like, I just heard that they're now offering the uh, sleep study uh, package. You know, They just send it to you. You stick all this stuff to yourself and go to bed and send it to them in the morning. So you can do it at home. Yeah, well, let me know how that goes. Are you going to um, do it? Are you going to? Maybe that's where you need to go with this, Stephen. No, I mean, I did have someone accuse me of having sleep apnea once, but uh, I don't feel that's accurate. I never wake up like gasping, gasping. or anything like but, that. This woman was a what I would call a reverse hypochondriac. She was constantly um, diagnosing me with everything from yeah. Ebola to SARS to you know, I mean, diabetes. I mean, everything. And then that sleep apnea one day. So I don't know if I'm taking her word for it. No one else has ever suggested <laughs> that. But, you know, Dottie's one thing, and I'll get to the point of this article I'm talking about here. You know, I told her, listen, I'm, I, I feel guilty. I feel terrible. Like if I could control it, I would. And she said, mm-hmm. you know, are you open to, you know, to techniques or anything? And I said, well, you know, I've tried the strips before. I've tried, I had a nose job when I was in my twenties. Like uh, I'm open, but uh, you know, what are you suggesting? Sitting on your face. Right. <laughs> oh, no, no, there you go. I can get behind that. <laughs> she uh, told me that uh, a method that she has heard about is, Taping your mouth shut and sleeping. Uh, oh, dude, this is a big TikTok thing that's going on. Hostage right now. tape. Yeah, and right? and the, yes, it is. It's a hundred percent, and they actually have a product that they're selling uh, in the TikTok store that I think it's called Hostage Sleep or something like hostage that. Hostage tape. Yes. It's called Hostage tape. That sounds accurate to me because that's how I would feel like some sort of kidnap victim, like claustrophobic. I'm like the thought of taping my mouth shut. I know. Ugh. I mean, seriously, that makes me feel. I don't know what the right word is, but like claustrophobic or something. Like, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not a good feeling, and these are also. Mind you, that even the CPAP machine, everything like this, this is something I don't envision on my night table of, uh, you know, getting ready to uh, sexy yeah. time it up with my wife and be like, <laughs> let me just turn my CPAP off real quick and we can get this going. Right. I also drool a lot when I sleep. When I drowned, if I tape my mouth shut, I mean, where does that all go? Yeah, you would swallow you know- it. You know, Steve, the, we have that in common, too. I, I am drooling like you wouldn't believe when I sleep. Yeah. I am a Whenever drooling I wake fool. up, I can tell what side I've been sleeping on, because whatever side of my beard is soaked. Is yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> drooly, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, oh, yeah. 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 Wow. So the thought of taping my mouth shut. I, I'm a, I'm a sport, so maybe I'll try it one night. <laughs> you know, but oof, it just makes me have the heebie-jeebies. So. I'm with you. But anyway, so this article I'm reading from is talking about the fact that most people do, in fact, when they wake up in the middle of the night, they check the clock, and um, they're saying, don't do it. It. Uh, let's see here. Uh, researchers from Indiana University discovered in a recent sleep study of 5,000 people that watching the clock while trying to fall asleep made participants more likely to have trouble falling back asleep mm. and more likely to turn to sleep aids, uh, you know, pills or whatever it is. Basically, it's anxiety-inducing. Whether yes. you know you only have 10 minutes or, oh, it's 2 a.m., I've got four more hours. And then you sit there going, now I have three and a half hours. Now, now i got to fall asleep. Now i got three exactly hours. Exactly how I play out, dude, every time. Yes. So this is apparently a common uh, phenomenon. Why do you um, think you look at the clock, though? Why do you personally look at the clock when you wake up? I'm trying to gauge how much more time I have. 
if I can fall asleep now, how much, you know, how much time do I have? Right. Yeah. But I also want to know if I wake up and it's, uh, you know, if it's, this is the truth. If I wake up and it's any time between 345 and, uh, 430, yeah. I just, I'm just going to, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go out. And, and that's you know, really, yeah. Yeah. You're better than I am. There are times if it's like 5 a.m., I'm just like, ah, screw it. I'm not going to get back to sleep by 6, so I'll just go ahead and get up. But, again, like you should probably just lay there. I've convinced myself, even though I can't fall asleep, at least I'm laying here resting at least. It's better than nothing. But, again, now your brain's functioning. You're doing the math and thinking about the time. And Yeah. So their advice is forget the time where your alarm's going to go off 10 minutes later. That's going to suck no matter what. Just don't look at the clock when you get up in the middle of the night. Uh, I don't know if I can keep myself from doing it, to be honest with exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. So. That gives me anxiety. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just uh, screwed no matter what. So. Yeah. Who knew we would have all these sleep issues as we start to get a little bit older? Not that we're old or anything, but, you know. <laughs> and let me uh, let me ask you a related question, too, by the way, because uh, back on the dotty topic and sleep. Uh, she said something to me the other day about, you know, if you ever want to wake me up in the middle of the night and, you know, have a little session, you know, feel free. And I just thought I have never done that, and I probably never will. Sleep is so precious to me; I can't imagine <laughs> that at is, two or three in the morning wanting that and waking someone else up. You know, that is very hard for me to believe that we have finally found something that is more important <laughs> to you than having a boner, dude. I mean, the fact that you wouldn't be down for some, uh, you know, uh, three a.m. loving—you don't yeah. think so, huh? No, I mean, I'll I'll bang bang up until bedtime. I'm I'm fine with some early morning loving. But uh, waking someone up in the middle of the night or having them wake me up, I would just be like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Leave me I'm with you. This is the uh, thing that worries me. I need a little more consent. <laughs> you know, I need to have some Clearly, sort of consent. you've got paranoia. Really? <laughs> All this <laughs> nighttime know, molestation. Yeah. I is mean, it your here, wife? No, let me be frank. Let me be frank. If, be Nick, but okay. Rachel, if Rachel wants to wake me up with a, a blowjob, uh, I'm going to be fine with it. Okay. But in order for me to feel comfortable, like, I, I don't think I could just hop on and uh, know that she was awake enough to be consenting to what I'm doing to her. Right. Would you ever wake her up with oral, or does that seem completely molestation? It's completely. I mean, if she <laughs> asked me to do it, then maybe I would, but I would never just, like, wake up all horny and be like, eh, let me go have a little hair pie. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Good don't luck with know. all that. No one's ever tried to wake me up that way, so I guess I'll, if if anyone's listening and wants to try, I'll, I'll give you a few. <laughs> <laughs> Another experiment's coming, Dottie. This is the only news you need to know. After all, this is need to know news. News you need to know. If that enough makes said. sense. Yeah, it's enough said, dude. This is need to know news. News you need to know. And this is uh, news that you should probably know, and you'll only find it right here. Because we have a CNN anchor who has avoided reporting uh, on a story this weekend. He was like, uh, it's the holiday weekend. News cycle is slow. And these are the types of stories that you're feeding into me. I'm just not even going to read them. What is it about? An exhumed corpse of a nun, perhaps? Have you heard anything about it, Stephen? No. Nope. Sorry, no. All right. Well, here we go. Uh, this is a uh, kind of a story a newsroom just loves on a slow weekend. <laughs> Do we have any like romantic mu- music or anything we play behind this? Like, 
Uh, well, I don't know. You see what you got, dude. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> you're into the nun corpse, huh? Exhumed nun. You know, waking right. her up, right? I mean, that's just what we're talking about. So. Steve wants to stop by for a cold one. Right. That's a habit I could get into. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, wow. You. Yeah, hopefully Dottie's listening, dude. Uh, reports surfaced everywhere about uh, Wilhelmina Lancaster, a nun who died in 2019 at the age of 95 in Missouri. Her body was exhumed to be moved into a chapel, and she was found to be incorrupt, a Catholic term for a corpse, and in this case, not embalmed. That shows no sign of decay. Uh, how does that happen other than a miracle from God? Do These you are know? all great questions. Well, so hold on. Let me make sure I'm understanding the story. They needed to exhume her to move her because they buried her in the wrong unholy place. No, they, they want to, they're, they're building a, a chapel. They want to build a, a new chapel uh, on the land. And then they were like, oh, geez, well, you know, uh, wow. we, we, we want to build. We can't build that on top of where Sister Wilhelmina is buried. So they were like, let's just move her and oh, we'll be able to build what we want to build. <laughs> yeah, that's progress. That's America right there. Uh, it sounds like Satan's involved in this, not God, but okay. So they <laughs> exhume this nun because they want to build something where she's buried. And yeah, she right, has right. not been exhumed, but has not deteriorated her. Uh, oh, no, she's, she, they, she's been exhumed, dude. And she was found incorrupt. A Catholic term for a corpse, uh, in this case, that was not embalmed and is in perfect condition. Looks like uh, when she laid down and, oh, and you know, died, on. she's perfect. What are you talking about? Well, she was 95. She already looked dead for years prior. <laughs> so how do we not know that she it just... Well, she hadn't started, like, falling apart and rotting. And, you know, you know what happens to a body, right, when it's not embalmed? Well, yeah, we watched the Larry King show for how long? I mean, what? <laughs> right. Exactly. Who could tell if that guy was alive or dead? So, uh, I don't know. Is this the uh, artificial preservatives and all the food we eat now? Like, we don't even need to be probably uh, embalmed. This is a gift from God. Why would God want to do that? Why is he spending his time keeping a nun looking good six feet under? He doesn't got a lot going on right now, apparently. <laughs> but people were... Uh, wanting to come and touch her body oh. and uh, yes. kiss her face. Oh. And, and <laughs> yes. You know, this yeah, I was is the, joking about that in the start of the story, but <laughs> no, that's, this is real. Yeah. Uh, so people have just been flocking and uh, wanting to get a little bit of this fountain of youth <laughs> that this nun might have. They're touching her. They're kissing her forehead and, and oh. trying to get just a little piece of what's going on here from God. And uh, some people are not happy about it. Uh huh. Well, this is God's plan, everyone. Go lick the dead nun so you can stay youthful and vibrant. You ever touch a dead body, dude? No, certainly not going to lick one or touch <laughs> its forehead or anything else. I no, not not to not to ruin our fun here, but uh, when my I was there when my dad passed, and right. when my dad passed, I held his hand and I gave sure. him a hug and I, I I kissed his forehead and he was already gone i think that that uh i would imagine only because uh the, i did the same thing with my father i kissed him on the forehead and i kind of sat and held his hand for a while after he had passed away yeah uh, that's a little that's, different than five yeah, exactly. years later <laughs> you know <laughs> well this is godly dude i mean this is this is godly well, this, this is, is the work of the devil clearly <laughs> wait does this does this rank up there with the that grilled cheese that was found that that had like the image of jesus on it i mean Burnt is this into the 
toast, bigger, yeah. Yeah, is this bigger than that? Seriously, how is this God's work? The woman would still be alive if God loved her that much. It's, it's, uh, you, well, you know, this People is are eternal so life, Steve. To this is dots. eternal life, okay? Well, listen, if the body was gone, maybe. But. Listen, you bring up a very good point. This is the age that we are living in where people are desperate to be able to hold on to something in a world gone crazy, a world gone mad, uh, for us to be able to find uh, solace and a little bit of comfort in something. Uh, and why can't we do it with Wilhelmina? I mean, if she was resurrected, you know, maybe you'd convince me of something there. But so <laughs> is any scientist weighed in on this? Is there a plausible reason why a body wouldn't deteriorate after five years or decompose? No, I mean, it's Nothing. just Nothing it's God. And, no, and nobody and nobody is is allowed an M.E. or anyone to get in there and, and, and right. check it. Or, I mean, I know that I would be on board with let an me get in there yeah. take some tissue samples this is why on the x files it was Mulder and scully and scully was the medical doctor that looked at the scientific side of things so i would love to see because obviously there's a real reason why but um it, it, this almost sounds prankish to me what are the odds that we exhumed the one body that is not you know decomposed well i um, wonder i mean this can't be the first time this has happened right well, I don't know. How often are we uh, exhuming people and checking them out afterwards? Well, we find what, what's a mummy. Wait a minute. I mean, a, a mummy is not embalmed, is it? No, no it, it is. With a, a rat. It is. It absolutely. It absolutely is embalmed. It is with chemical. No, uh, not in those days. Not but not in those. But but they had their own their own mix uh, of of different natural things like plant extracts and and juices okay. and that sort of thing that that they would preserve those with. Uh, and then wrap them, as Steve said, and then put them in a sarcophagus. I'm looking at this lady now. I mean, they're rolling a video of her, and uh, she does. I mean, she looks perfectly preserved as to, you know, the, oh, she just died Friday, and here it is Saturday. You know? Some intern at the mortuary embalmed her by mistake and just doesn't want to cop to it. You know, he thought he'd never get busted on it. and They were yeah. experimenting with her or something. I mean, there, there's obviously a rational well, reason here. Well, Hundreds just, of people so, already flocked uh, to go g- kiss oh, her on well, the face. Okay, perfect then. It must be. It must be. A <laughs> well, just just so you know, in case you're curious. Yeah. Uh, so mummies, they were wrapped in. They were covered in natron, which is the type of salt which has great drying properties. So they're basically jerky. And by placing them additional <laughs> and placing additional natron packets inside the body, when the body is dried out completely, embalmers remove the internal packets and lightly wash the natron off the body. But then mm-hmm. they also use a resin called alemi, which comes from canarium trees that grow in rainforests in Asia and Africa. And they use that to put on, on the bodies as well. Hmm. Well, Nick, are you a believer? I mean, is this is this God's work? Is that where we're going with this? No, no, I'm just, it was just a, a topic of conversation. I mean, I lick this dead nun. No, dude, I have no interest <laughs> in licking that nun. I mean, I, I don't want to touch her. I think that, uh, if, if you get something from it, you know, like we said, what's the, what's the harm? Right. Besides yeah. mental illness. Um, yeah, I would love to get a scientist involved in the story because obviously there's a, as a real, someone, someone called Dr. Mallard. He'll Some get, people get say sucked, that's how I got staph man. infection, though, dude. You know, that's that's the truth. That That's how I ended up contracting staph. From what? Kissing From touching dumps? a dead body. Oh. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Why are uh. you touching a dead body? <laughs> That's the bigger hey, dude, question here, I think. When people die, I mean, uh, I don't know. You don't want to let go quite yet. <laughs> I mean, are, is that the scenario we're talking about here? Yeah. Is there some other scenario you're touching dead bodies? I've touched a few. I've touched maybe four or five dead bodies, but wow. they've all they've all they've all been family. I mean, or, oh, okay, or people I care about, you know, on some level. You're not uh, finding just random dead people. Oh, no, dude, you, I'm you not an animal. Come on, you found a suicide victim once, didn't you? Yes, I yeah, found him. Yeah. No, I didn't touch him, dude. Okay. I didn't know that guy. Oh, yeah. That'd be weird. Okay. <laughs> I, I just hung out with him for a while. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> there you go. Jesus works. Didn't Jane's Addiction have a song called Three Days where, yeah. like, she she kills herself and, and he sits with the body for three days or something yeah. like that? And Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. Need to know news. I said, oh, Lord, Jesus is a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. So I've got another one for you guys. Um, We've all gone to the bank and had problems maybe getting money out. Maybe yeah, because there was none in the account. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or you, or you bring a check and maybe they're like, oh, you know what? This check that so-and-so gave you bounced. Sure. Yes. Back in well, the 90s. Yes. Okay, well, here's the thing. Man who bought over $2,000 worth of, quote, Trump bucks, end quote, discovers they're worthless when he tries to cash them in at the bank. Uh, I'm dude. glad somebody brought this story in. Yes. Trump completely. <laughs> when I saw this story, dude, I, I, saw it on the, uh, I saw it on TV. They were doing a story on it, and my, my mouth was agape, just wondering, like, who, first of all, okay, I get it. Some people bought these. But who is taking these into a bank and trying to cash them in? <laughs> Idiot. Like Trump followers, in other words, to have you don't deserve to have money. It just says on the corner where you would, where it would send a denomination. It says twenty twenty four, and that's how, And then below it, like, like where serial number would be, it would say Trump. It says Trump twenty twenty four USA. I literally have a Trump twenty twenty bill in my office desk drawer because uh, a conservative used to come in all the time thought it was funny to leave it on my desk and um but i i, I love the story i mean we talked about the trump nft coin things that his uh, you know gullible followers paid a whole bunch of money for and right so i love that a scammer came out with trump bucks and sold it to these gullible <laughs> masses and they actually thought that it had real value behind it it's I know it's crime, but it's still hilarious, and you've got to be a gullible moron to fall for it. In other words, a Trump supporter. So, yes. You oh my God! And, and they, got, they got two G's out of this guy too. It's great. And he walked it. He walked into a B of A and, and was like, "Yeah, I want to get uh, you know regular dollars for this." <laughs> now I realize. Well, that was stupid. An Alabama woman said, adding that she bought the Trump bucks. Quote. Because I believe President Trump, because he knows all about finance, and he was going to help the real Trump patriots get rich. End quote. Yeah, well, much like Trump, nobody's out of nobody knows how to fleece you out of money better than him, or how to lose money like Trump does. So, I guess well, hey, they all got a little lesson in wasting money. Uh, it's a how do we know he doesn't have anything to do with it? Yeah, exactly. This the. I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if he had something to do with it. No, and if, he, and if he did it, if he didn't, you know, he's reaching out to those people saying, "You're using my likeness. I want a cut of that money." Yeah, yeah. really. Send you know? a stack of those bills. Tell him to go to town. 
But I mean, you think about that though. I mean, I mean, I'm thinking about putting that on my dating profile that I want a woman to look at me like Trump, Trump loyalists look at him. No, no matter what you tell them about Trump, they don't believe it. He's cheating. No, absolutely not. He's a scammer. No, he's not. No way. You know? Yeah. Yep. Taking ignorance to a whole new level. So. Oh my God. $2,200 worth of Trump bucks. And then he goes to the bank, this John Amon guy. And Bive was like, what, what, what is this? We're not giving you any money for this. It's awesome. I did see today they, uh, they got to the source of the website and shut it down. So no ah. more idiots will be fleeced on that. Just be fleeced by Trump's next NFT coins or whatever other garbage he's selling them. So there's something else happening. Trump stakes, you know, I mean, everything he does is, is a fraud and a scam. So yeah. come on. A fool yeah. and their money will soon part ways. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's the truth right. move. We got to wrap it up there, gentlemen. All right. We can do that. Wrap it up and uh, join us next week as, uh, you know, the podcast uh, usually does two shows a week. So make sure you're here for it. TheVocalMinority.net on the World Wide Web. See our socials and communicate with the program. And as always, we appreciate you being along for the ride. Test one, two, test one, two. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve.